Blue. Blue. You like Hugh Grant? You know, I'm hit or miss on that guy. Okay. I, he's never done anything like terrible by my, uh, as far as I can recall, but he's just one of those guys who are like, I've seen him do some good stuff and I've seen him do stuff I don't care about. He's just one of those actors that I don't really actively think about until I hear his name. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he's doing uh, a show with the dude who created Black Mirror on Netflix. That is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I threw this in, because like Hugh Grant doing a Netflix show, and eh. Hugh Grant doing a Netflix show with the Black Mirror guy. Sign me up. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know what kind of show, because that's the thing, is like too many times, especially as of late, it's like, oh, this amazing director of this amazing show is teaming up with this, you know, amazing actor. Therefore, it's going to be amazing. But it's like, well, oh, yeah. uh, this actor is known for doing this and this guy is known for this TV show. And then the project they do together is like outside of the bounds of what they're known for. And then it's like, oh, well, that's not as exciting as I thought. Yeah, that's fair. So the little tidbit that they gave is it's um, like a mockumentary about 2020. So I feel like it's going to be like kind of Black Mirror style where it's like in that vein, but based on the real shit year of 2020. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll see you once more information comes out. But I think if it is in the vein of Black Mirror, then I think that's cool. If it's kind of outside of like what Black Mirror kind of is, then I'm maybe not as excited. Fair enough. Right. That could be just because I want more Black Mirror, but... I I do. I want more Black Mirror, too. It has been too fucking long since we got another run of Black Mirror. Yeah. And I'd, the last one was only, what, four episodes, if I recall? Um, yeah, that sounds right. So just, like, not even, like, the last time they gave us Black Mirror, they didn't give us enough. Yeah. I mean, they were all good, but... Let me see Black Mirror. And how many was that last season? Oh no, the last one was only three. Yeah, so that's not, right. Not many. No. Mildly mind disappointing. You, mind you, I bet that one was only three because Bandersnatch came out like right before that. But yeah. Which like Bander Bandersnatch is cool. Like the the whole choose your own adventure things for films is like something I always thought was interesting when when done right. And it was it was good, but Yeah. Was, I, I still I still want normal Black Mirror. Yeah, me too. I think Bandersnatch was cool in the sense of like kind of that choose your own adventure kind of experiment. Like I think as as far as a Black Mirror story, I think it was alright, but like the whole pick your own adventure thing, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, let's be clear. Like the the pick your own adventure part was definitely cool. The it's like actual plot and storyline was kind of meh, meh. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, we'll see what this one is. I don't know. I mean, this also tells me that you know if he's working on this, he's not working on Black Mirror. So we're probably waiting a little bit longer for that. Uh-huh. Well, I have to imagine because Black Mirror is so fucking good because it draws like 
straight straight up parallels to like what's happening in the world today. So like I imagine yeah. it's not like a guy could be like, all right, we need a new episode, and then you know sit down and hammer one out over the you know over the course of a day or a week or something like that. It's yeah. you can't make a, a an episode of Black Mirror the same way that you would make an episode of the Sopranos or Entourage yeah. or something that's you know normal scripted television, right? For sure. And I wonder if that's why he's doing this thing because he's like oh you know like maybe he's like i haven't you know found an idea you know in the news for like a new black mirror episode or something like that so maybe he's like why don't i just do something about 2020 maybe mm -hmm. i don't know i have no idea but yeah guess we'll see what happens yeah so fans are trying to save daredevil as the uh as the rights head back to marvel yeah so a part of that uh, Netflix deal with them is they had the character rights for for however long that deal was. And then, you know, they canceled everything. And then it seems like the rights were just kind of sitting in limbo. So, And now they're back at Marvel, so. I think... Oh, excuse me. I think uh, people would be crazy to think that Marvel doesn't have plans for Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Like now that they have the rights back, like I absolutely bonkers if 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 anyone out there is like, oh great, now the rights are back at Marvel, now we're never gonna get anything Daredevil. It's like, no, you're wrong. Like yeah. I would George Foreman guarantee that they already have like a loose like, Plan, like a, yeah. yeah, like a loose guided kind of like here's what we want to do. It's gonna be three movies and like it's gonna follow, you know, we're gonna try and go along this story arc from the comics and yeah, and I think this is more people like wanting all the people from that Netflix show to come back as Daredevil versus like maybe their plans are like totally different. Like and that, maybe Marvel's got a plan and it's like we want to do Daredevil, but not with any of the people that were on that show. Yeah, and that's fair. Like if yeah. they if they did some recasting, I could see, but I I, I did genuinely like um, Charlie Cox. Yeah, me too. As Matt Murdock. So, you know, I, I will, like, if that's whatever the fans are getting more, like, upset about, that they want, like, him and some of the other people to come back and, like, continue to play those roles, then I get it and I'm all for it. To an extent, like, I didn't necessarily think that uh, the guy who played Bullseye was necessarily that great. No. no and, like, wasn't. I like Deborah Ann Wolf, but I'm also a big fan of True Blood. But again, yeah. like, her part, like, if they replace her, if they keep her, could go either way. Yeah. Same with his best friend, Puggy, Peggy, something. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, a decent actor. I've seen him in a few different things. But again, yeah. if you wanted to recast him, it wouldn't break my heart. And honestly, they could just completely redo that stupid ninja one. Yeah, true. Yeah. But I mean, I think I'm with you there. Like, I think it's, they definitely have, I bet there's plans for most Marvel characters spinning somewhere so it's just the timing of when they want to toss it in right yeah so yeah so yeah yeah fingers crossed that we get some of the same faces i really like the guy who plays the punisher i can't yeah. remember his name oh uh from the walking dead yeah uh, and i would like to see him Berenthal. and i'd like to see him continue to play punisher yeah i would those are him and and Charlie Cox are the two where it's like, okay, Disney, this is back to you. But like, you got two solid actors that do a phenomenal mm -hmm. job playing these characters. Keep them. Yeah, but for sure. 
jump in. Yeah, I'd be uh, I'd be more interested to see what Disney does with this in the sense of like, are they going to try and push this as a major IP? Are they going to get introduced into you know the Marvel Avengers world, or do they have uh, series plans for this? Are they going to go the way of Falcon and Winter Soldier or yeah. WandaVision? Yeah, that's what I'd be curious about. Yeah, me too. Whether they're like, hey, maybe Daredevil just stays on Disney Plus as a series or something, but yeah, who knows? I'd be, I don't know what I would prefer. I mean, I, I would think movie wise, if they're gonna do a Daredevil movie, they would it would have to tie into like whatever their phase plan is, right? Mm-hmm. So no, so do they want Daredevil, you know, fighting the next big bad? you know, Thanos guy, eh, maybe, you know, and if they don't, and they don't think he fits there, then maybe a Disney plus show is where they put it, where they're like, Hey, we don't want him in this kind of overall movie plan, but maybe then he gets just a Disney plus show where he does daredevil stuff. I guess. So, but who knows? Right. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a while before Disney pulls the lid off whatever's going to go on there. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. In other, I don't know, exciting news, not the uh, former, or not former, the Juno actress formerly known as Ellen Page has come out as transgender and is now going by the name Elliot Page. Yeah. And which... I thought was interesting because I just I always have so many questions regarding around this. Okay, yeah. Like I'm be whoever you want to be. Like well, if you want to be a man, be a man. If you want to be a woman, woman. Like I got no problem with any of that and like all of that kind of stuff. I'm just curious like how this goes about in Hollywood because uh I was reading about her coming out as Elliot Page now. And then I saw a few people that were getting pretty miffed online because, by all accounts, she's uh, continuing to play her character in Umbrella Academy, which, thank God, because, like, she was amazing in Umbrella Academy, and I'd hate to see her go. Yeah. But people were getting upset because not that long ago, it was Scarlett Johansson was going to play a transgender role in a movie and ended up backing out because the internet had a fucking field day about how a straight white woman is not allowed to play a transgendered character. And then there's been stuff in the past where there's been outrage where they're like, oh, a man cannot be cast to play a woman. That's not right. If it's a woman's role, you should have a woman. So like her character in Umbrella Academy, and by the end of the second season, was was a lesbian woman, homosexual woman. But now she's a man. So like... Well, how far do you go into that, right? Like, okay, you're a man, so therefore, does Hollywood stay with their, like, whole, no, a man can't play a female? That's not right. Or is this different? Because, I I, I don't know, that's just where my curiosity lies. Is like, is, like, I personally don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I, like, it was just interesting to see the outrage where it's like, no, you can't play a transgender character if you're straight, because you're taking away roles from transgenders. And there's been lots of times in the past where they're like, no, you can't have this guy put on makeup. You can't have a man play a female role. Like, we need more female, you know, actors in Hollywood. So don't take their roles away by getting a man to play a female. 
And by all accounts, Elliot Page is now a man. Yeah. But a man playing female roles. So like, is it the is it the same? Do people get upset? Is it not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like for me, it's I. I'm like I don't really fucking care. Like, you're actors, you're acting, right? So it's like, what do you do? Like, you're playing someone that is not you, so you're gonna act, right? And like, that's where my head is at, right? Like, oh, I would hundred percent agree. I absolutely agree. You know, look at uh, when McConaughey did. Uh, oh shit, what was that one? Like Dallas Buyers Club? Yes. You know. And it's like it's super good. You know. He he's not that in real life. You know. No, I know. I look I you don't have to explain it to me. I completely agree. I just thought it was interesting because like the the online yelling and screaming and anger and frustration in years past was like super high. Yeah. And by all accounts on this, it's just like not a peep. It's all congratulations. So proud of you. You're so brave. And no one says anything about it. So just like to me, I'm just curious about the double standard that is Hollywood. Because it wasn't just like the fans, but it was like some studios refused to let that happen where they're like, nope, we support this and this. And therefore, we won't allow that to happen. But considering that Elliot Page is a pretty big star in his own right. Yep. Right, so like, does that mean he gets a pass, or is this gonna be that fu- that like him coming out as a male? Does that mean that like this is that shift in Hollywood where all that shit comes to an end? Because like you said, like I never cared who was who. Like yeah. I've always been one of the mindset that it's the right person for the right job. So yeah. whether you're a guy, a girl, or yeah, whatever, gender fluid or they yeah. them zeezer it, it didn't matter to me like yeah. you play someone and something that you're not so yeah exactly sh- shouldn't fucking matter but it was just something i was curious about yeah no for sure yeah i'd be this is probably a super jaded thing to say but i bet you know the which way you know people get angry about you know and stuff is whatever works for whatever their group is right yeah, yeah. Ra- rage to fit their personal narrative. Yeah, so and it's that just kind of seems like how, how most things are. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot else to say on this other than the fact that like I'm pre-apologizing because it's going to take me a while before I like instinctively say Elliot Page instead of Ellen Page. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Cool. I mean, you do you. Yeah, you do you. And uh, uh, the cool thing I did read in here is Netflix did come out and say, like, she's still playing her character or his character in Umbrella Academy. Yeah, and they're going to go back through the old seasons and uh, rechange her name on the The credits. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's cool. Yeah. Mm Hmm. All right, so let's see. Academy mauling options for 2021 Oscar ceremony. Yeah, and it seems like they're pretty against doing the virtual stuff from the sounds of it. They're kind of... They're still pushing for in-person, eh? Yeah, so which... Like, I read this and I'm like, 
you know, you always hear about how, how, you know, the Oscars are so out of date and it's just a bunch of old people running it, you know, not coming up with the times. And I read this and I go, yeah, that fits. Like, of course. Yeah. You know, of course, they're just like, no, it's got to be in person. It's like, well, I don't think it will be. Yeah, if there's one thing the Oscars isn't, it's uh, with the times. Uh, yeah. So, and it's like, there's really not much to this story or the Van Nights Rooting because I was like, uh, fucking, all right, Oscars. Yeah. Another one of those, you fucking guys do you. Uh, yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, you... we're still in the midst of a global <laughs> pandemic, but uh, you guys do you. Yeah. You know, yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's a way you could probably do it in person, you know, super limited with, but I don't well, know. One of those where there's a will, there's a way kind of thing. So, I mean, it's yeah. it's doable. It's just, just a matter if they want to do it, but let's be fucking real. They don't. No. Just put everyone in a hazmat suit. Do it that way. Make it yeah. real dumb. Put them in hamster balls or something. Oh, and you know, the interesting thing will be to see, like, if they're uh, even allowed. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, by all accounts, you're going to need, like, special permits and the like to be able to, like, host something of this size. Yeah. And then it also comes down to, like, you know, if a bunch of actors are like, oh, cool, you're doing in person. I don't want to be there in person. Yeah. I'm going to take a pass this time, guys. You know, so what happens if they... uh, you know, they get everything where they're like, okay, we can do it in person. We can do it safely. And then what happens if 50% of your main winners are just like, I'm not doing it in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so then do they shift and say, okay, we're going to do, you know, some virtual stuff yeah, or what, right? You know. Yeah, I guess only time will tell. Yeah. So, yeah. Oscars being Oscars. And then we got Charlize Theron TV deal with HBO Max. Yeah, so her uh, her production company um, inked this with HBO. And uh, if for people that don't know what a first look deal is, basically means HBO and HBO Max gets like first offer rights, and then if they pass, you can shop it around elsewhere. Um. And it looks like some of the stuff that her production company has, I guess, produced was uh, a lot of stuff for Netflix. Uh, that Mindhunter show, she produced that. Good show. And then Hyperdrive. Also a good show. Yeah. And then, you know, film-wise, they did Atomic Blonde and some other stuff. Good movie. And some other stuff that I haven't heard of. But... Yeah. I mean, good for her. Yeah, she's really crushing it on that production side of things. Yeah, and why not, right? And I think, you know, this will tie into uh, some of the other uh, HBO Warner stuff down the road, but I think, you know, a first look deal with them is probably a good play right now. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, doesn't hurt. So, yeah. This is cool. I mean, good on Charlize. Not this one is another one of those. Not a whole lot to it other than huh, that's cool. Maybe we'll see, uh, you know, something akin to, you know, Atomic Blonde on 
you know, HBO Max or something. Mm-hmm. Which I'm all right with that. Yes. And we got uh, Army Hammer is uh, doing a show about the making of Godfather. Yes, I'm curious about this one. Yeah. I always like these kind of behind-the-scenes stories. And I like The Godfather, and I like Army Hammer, so... So it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah. Except for the fact that it's on, you know, whatever the fuck that CBS streaming platform is. Paramount Plus. Formerly CBS All Access. Oh, is it no longer All Access? No, everything is now Paramount Plus. Of course. No. Yeah. But... Yeah. I uh I got a little concerned cuz when I initially read this I was like, "Oh, hold the fucking phone. They're doing a Godfather remake?" Oh. <laughs> no, that would yeah, I would I wouldn't be into that. Yeah, well, I, it wouldn't have been uh, on the top of my list either, so I was kind of like, "Oh, okay, this is yeah. about the making of the Godfather. That's different." Yeah. I can yeah. get more on board with something like this. Yeah, pretty much. So, because yeah, <laughs> redoing the Godfather, I don't, I don't know that I'm into that. I don't think it would be a very good idea, but to each their own. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think he's good. I I like those behind the scenes stuff. You know, you know, and he did. Uh, you know, the Social Network was kind of one of those behind the scenes ones. So, it was in the Social Network. Yeah, he played. I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, hold, hold on. Yes, I, I'm, I fully aware he was in Social Network. Yeah, just busting balls. Yeah, he, had, he had a tough job in Social Network because he played two people. Mm-hmm. Those are always tough. Yeah, I think Army Hammer is a little underrated. Yeah, I like him too, and it just kind of like, yeah, you don't really see him like blow up, you know? No, and. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, you know, some of the movies that he's picked lately, you know, like he was in The Man from Uncle, and I loved that movie, but it didn't do super well, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, yeah. I'm trying to think, what else does he have on his plate coming up? I also remember him in uh, the Entourage movie. He was great in that. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. It looks like he's got a handful of shit coming up. So, he's busy oh. working. Keep it up, Army. I'd like to see you, hit, you know, really hit your stride. Get some kind of really, like, nice breakout role. Yeah. Well, once upon a time, he was going to be Batman. Was he? Yeah. How did I not hear about that? Yeah, that was, um, no shit. It was... It was before... All of the Justice League Man of Steel stuff. And or it was before the Christopher Nolan stuff. I, there was a there was a time when he was tapped to be Batman. Huh. And like pretty far along in, you know, the Warner Brothers plans. Huh, if I not, can just quickly find the story. Not sure where I was sleeping on that one, but uh, he was 
slated to play Batman back in 07 or 08 when George Miller was going to do something with the franchise. 07, 08. So that, that, that predates Bale, doesn't it? I think so, yeah. And then it looks like they had uh, George Miller had a bunch of that stuff to go and then it looks like this kind of got canned in the writer's strike that was around that time and then it just kind of never came back out um that's unfortunate for him but yeah like army hammer like this uh says like a couple years ago he was you know in an interview and he was describing his batman suit that like it was built it was 100 percent you know functional and yeah, ready he, to go he put it on and wore it and stuff like that you know so it's they got fairly far into it and then yeah, that writer strike really fucked a lot of things up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Nice little side note down history lane there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as much as I like Army Hammer, I don't know if I'd want him as a Batman, but who knows? I'd give him a shot. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know how I felt about Christian Bale, and he ended up doing all right. Yeah. I didn't think Robert Pattinson had any right to put on a fucking cape, but by all accounts, his movie looks decent, so... Yeah, that is true. That is true. I don't know if it's fair for me to pass judgment at this point. This is true. Army Hammer, you be Batman if you want. Yeah, you do you. I still want to see Ben Affleck's version, but... Yes. I don't think that'll ever happen at this point. No, I don't think so. That would be cool. Dead forever. No, we'll see him in that Flash movie, and then I'm betting that's the end of it. Yeah. So. Well, and probably the most ex- exciting news of the week. Yes. Looks like we finally have our monumental shift in the industry. Yes. Warner Brothers is going to deep out its entire 2021 lineup on HBO Max at the same day it comes out in theaters at no additional charge to subscribers. At no additional charge and see that I did not catch that part. Yep. Um, so as long as you got HBO Max, you get all these movies. Um, and, you know, I kind of bundled a bunch of stories together with this. Uh, so we can just kind of talk about all of them. But they also canceled their free trials. So you can't get a free trial for it. So, Well, and I feel like that's fair and understandable. Yeah, me too. Because... Uh, like to put this into perspective, here's what will come out on HBO Max in 2021. You've got Wonder Woman, the new Mortal Kombat reboot, the Tom and Jerry reboot, Godzilla vs. Kong, the next Conjuring movie, the Space Jam remake, Suicide Squad, Dune, a new Will Smith sports bioptic, and The Matrix 4, and Sherlock Holmes 3. Like, fuck. Yeah, that's quite the, uh, you're not lacking in options. No. That's, that's fucking for sure. No. Um, and yeah, like reading through this, they do say that this is a one year plan. So like they didn't say this was going to be, you know, how they're going to do everything after, you know, 2021, but I bet if it works really good for them. They consider it. 
Oh, why wouldn't they, right? I think they'd be silly not to. Yeah. So, but, yeah, this is crazy. Like, for Wonder Brothers to just have the, I guess, balls to just be like, you know what, fuck it, all of our shit's gonna go there. Yeah, no kidding. Like, that that's a bold move, and I, I think if this pans out the way that they think it's going to, and the way that I'm kind of hoping to, you're gonna see all the other studios follow suit. Yeah, I think so, too. Because... You know, like we, you know, we've been talking for, you know, fucking months, right? About, you know, kind of all of the, you know, theaters and, you know, distributors just kind of slowly doing stuff. And it's like a change is going to happen that's going to kind of shift everything. And, you know, it was a case of like studios were just piecemealing it on the streaming services, like, oh, we'll do this one, you know, and then we'll save this big budget one. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, and then. You know, Warner Brothers just said, you know what? We got a lot of movies that we had slated for 2021. We want people to see them. And we also just started this streaming platform a year ago, and we want people on that. So why don't we just put it all on that? And a lot of people are going to subscribe to HBO Max now. Yep. You know, especially I got the email the other day that my Netflix price was going up, and I also read this article and I was like, hmm, do I go HBO Max instead of Netflix? Well, you know, Netflix has to sneak that fucking price increase in there right now before they lose the office and some of their other big shows and then oh, yeah. try to fucking sneak it in the, in, in the new year and have people go, wait, hold on. You just took away half these shows that I love to watch and now you're going to charge me more? Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty fucking wild. I'm excited, but it's yeah. absolutely wild. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy for them to just be like, "Fuck it, our whole slate." And I, what's surprising to me is I like I, well, I we we foresaw this coming. We've been talking about this for months. That that this was how things were going to shift that this was going to be the next logical shift mm-hmm. in uh in the entertainment industry the next big one and yeah. given the pandemic that just accelerated it but even without the pandemic that this was just going to be a matter of time it's just it's happening a lot sooner than i'm sure anybody thought yep but uh i kind of lost my train of thought there yeah it'll come back but yeah, no, it's it's kind of crazy, you know. Oh but, yeah, I was gonna say that it's it's interesting because like when we were talking about this and this next big shift, like we thought it was gonna be Disney that pushed this forward yeah. the most. Yeah. So thought- just to see Warner Brothers come out and like they're the ones that are gonna like really drive this uh, in the new direction. Yeah. Kind of that kind of surprised me. Yeah, because Disney was really setting up for you know we talked about you know they had done that whole big restructuring thing and they had kind of slowly started putting stuff on Disney Plus. You know, so it seemed like if anyone was going to do it, it was going to be Disney, right? You know? And I bet I bet that comes sooner uh, rather than later now. You know? Because now Disney's going to look and go, oh, well shit, they're doing that. Maybe we put some of these Marvel movies on Disney Plus day and date. Oh, and all the rest of the studios that are like, well, if Warner's Brothers doing it, why not us? Yeah. Um, you know, the other 
uh, story, you know, with this is all of the theaters are real pissed about this. <laughs> yeah, that came as a surprise. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, was, it seems like uh, Warner Brothers didn't tell them. <laughs> they just announced this and it was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, I mean, if you're Warner Brothers, do you really say something ahead of time? No. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, all the theaters were releasing statements that are just like a very uh, unsupported. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Which but, again, I feel like, yeah, that comes as a surprise to like no one. No. You know, it's like I, I get the theater side of it. They're like, well, fuck. Um, but at the same time. Warner Brothers is going to do what Warner Brothers wants. Well, and at the end of the day, they're the ones who make these movies, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, like these are their dollars, their dineros. So yeah, and another interesting tidbit is uh, so when they did that Wonder Woman um, one, they made a deal with theaters, and theater chains uh, were receiving as much as sixty percent of the revenue uh, for Wonder Woman to get them on board with that. And then this article says, but that will not be the case for all of these other upcoming releases. So it seems like they kind of jabbed a knife into the theaters at the same time that said, hey, we made that Wonder Woman deal and we'll give you like 50% of the revenue we get from it. Um, and then they announced this and they're like, but we're not going to do that for the other ones. Yeah, sorry about your luck, guys. <laughs> yeah, so. Unless there's some back-end deal that they're going to work out with theaters, you know, as they go. But I don't know, being that they just dropped this news and said, eh, deal with it. And like something tells me they're not going to make those deals. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't seem like that at all. Oh. But uh, big, big changes. And especially, yeah, because like AMC's not doing so hot. And what's the, the other one that shut down? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is this is not good news for them, and yeah, it's just a matter of time. We're gonna start to see the other ones start to follow suit, and that's really gonna hurt them in the long run. Yep. Side note: uh, Reading uh, what's kind of releasing, I didn't know that there was a Sopranos prequel movie coming out. Yeah, I just saw that uh, <laughs> the other day, and I couldn't remember if we'd spoken about it or not. No, I don't even remember. Maybe I remember that a long time ago. Now I'm, I want to look that up because I'm curious what that. It has potential to be interesting, but. Well, I'm wondering, is it a prequel based on Tony? I think it's young Tony. Okay, let's see. The I could prequel. be completely wrong on that, but. Uh, it is set in the 60s and 70s in Jersey. Okay. Uh... Maybe it's about... Wasn't Tony's dad a gangster, too? Yes, his dad was a gangster. I'm wondering if it's, like, based on... Oh, they have cast a young Tony. Yeah, I think he's mm. he's pretty pivotal to the... Yeah. Oh, this article is interesting because I, I think they actually cast James Gandolfini's son. 
as young Tony. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting move. Yeah, that's cool. A little bit of a side tangent there, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, big big things coming, big things happening. Yes, none of it should be coming as a fucking surprise, but no, I think the surprise is just them just saying, "Hey, everything is going to do it." Like they, I think they want the all or nothing approach. Yeah, versus you know maybe selectively doing it like some other ones. Like I think yeah. that's that's the surprise of this is they just kind of came out and was like, eh, fuck it. Here's all our movies for the year. They're coming here. Sign up. Um, yeah. Something oh. tells me HBO Max is going to have a, a healthy subscriber count. Oh, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks for us because in Canada, like we get HBO Max. Well, we get HBO through Crave. Right. But that doesn't always include all of HBO Max stuff. Right. So I'm dying of curiosity if this means that when Wonder Woman comes out on HBO Max, does that mean it's going to be on Crave, which is the Canadian home of HBO, because HBO decided they didn't want to do their own thing up here for some fucking stupid reason? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Because, like, I would subscribe to HBO Max in a heartbeat because, yeah. like, the majority of my favorite shows are on there. But in order to get HBO Max, first I have to pay $15 a month for Crave, and then I have to pay an additional $15 add-on to get the HBO add-on to Crave. So it's 30 bucks for me to get HBO. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. I'd also be curious to know how that works. I guess only time will tell. Yes. Well, you should be able to find out pretty quick when Wonder Woman comes out, because that's only like two weeks away. Yeah. I'll know before the end of the year. Yeah. Well, then Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. Yeah. Who would have ever thought they would be doing another movie together? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cause he's been in like every Tim Burton movie. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh. So I guess we should say it's the Adams Family reboot. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Um, I I didn't know this was happening, and now that I'm looking at this, it's like Eva Green, Johnny Depp, weird Tim Burton, Adams Family. I think that's kind of cool. I I'd be interested to see how this one goes. I'm I'm honestly typically not a Tim Burton fan, so yeah, me neither. Except for those OG Batman movies, but yeah, and I didn't. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, I got a special place in my heart. That's fair, but yeah, other than that, like Tim Burton is pretty hit or miss for me. So, but yeah, I mean, at least Johnny Depp is getting roles. I mean, because he seems yeah. to be losing them more than he's been gaining them as of late. So, I mean, congratulations on that front. Yeah, and I but wonder. I'm- Sorry, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that like him and Tim Burton have like worked together on a bajillion and a half fucking movies, so I mean, this isn't really yeah, coming out of nowhere, right? No, and I bet that was a case of like, yeah, maybe everyone in Hollywood is dropping Johnny Depp, but like him and Tim Burton go back a long ways, so it's like 
Tim Burton was probably like, yo, I don't care. Yeah, we still boys. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm down to see a weird Tim Burton Adams Family movie. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but you know what? I loved the Adams Family movies, like yeah. all of them. Like they were staples when I was a kid. So oh, yeah, classics. So all for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious about this. I'm curious if this is going to be like a super dark Adams Family. You know, with it being Tim Burton. Would you, it's really though, because like I've I've heard people in the past make comments like, "Oh, you know, like." the dark and warped, twisted mind of Tim Burton. And it's like, I watch Tim Burton movies and I'm like, these aren't really that dark or warped or twisted. They're like, they're yeah. family movies that want to, that want to come across like they're a little darker, or edgier, yeah. but I never found them really dark. Yeah, that is fair, I guess. I mean, that that's just my personal thoughts on it, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in our last piece of uh, exciting and terrifying news, yeah, Oscar Isaac to star as Solid Snake in the yeah. Metal Gear Solid movie. Yeah, which I am super excited for because I think Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor, mm-hmm. and I think he could do an amazing job as as a Solid Snake. Yep. Also absolutely terrified because we don't have a history of video game turn movies going well. So no, there I am. I'm on the fence about both. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm curious what this movie's plot is going to be, because I don't know if you've played some of the Metal Gear Solid games. But Most they, of them, yeah. They go into some weird, like, kind of fucking anime bullshit storylines sometimes that just get real weird yeah there's some real weird shit that goes on you know um so are they gonna go uh that way or are they gonna like kind of do its own story kind of thing and maybe ground it a little more i i don't know yeah that's that's gonna be the million dollar question do they pull from source material or do they just write their own Metal Gear movie with their yeah. own fucking screenplay. I guess that, yeah, that's for me, that's going to be the biggest question that's going to need some answering. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, I think it could work either way, to be honest. I mean, you it know, has it has the potential. Yeah. It's, but, it's all going to be in the execution, though. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. I'm. I'm really curious to what this ends up looking like you and me both yeah because video game turned movies is something I've like I quite enjoy and I think there's lots of great games that would make great fucking movies yeah but it just seems like more times than not they fucking just botch it so bad yeah and I think we're in a weird place right now where like they've still been not that good but like there's a lot of projects coming up that like have the potential to totally change that you know like that hbo last of us series you know if you do that right i think that's a win you know there's that division movie with jake gyllenhaal and jessica chastain you know if you do that right you know that's probably a hit so it's like the uncharted movie yeah true right so it's 
Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like you might get is like, oh, they're making a Metal Gear Solid movie. I really like Oscar Isaac, but that movie's gonna suck. Y- you know, because mm-hmm. it was like that Assassin's Creed movie. I was like, oh, I really like. Oh, why can't I think of his name? Benedict. Uh, n- no. Yeah, that oh. one. Oh man, yeah. Now I'm drawing a blank. I know who you're talking about. I can see him in my fucking face and everything. Yeah, me too. Uh, the guy that played Magneto. Um, but I was like, oh, I really like him. But I was like, that movie wasn't good. Um, you know. So yeah. Yeah. I'm. I think I'm more so curious to see what what the story of this is. You know, are they gonna go into the super weird ass fucking Metal Gear Solid ones where? You know, there's parts of that game where you're walking and, you know, some dude bursts into flames and starts throwing fireballs at you out of nowhere. Or, you know, is it a more grounded kind of spy type thing? Yeah. Right? You know, like, how weird are they going to get with it? Or how grounded are they going to get? Or are they going to do some weird middle, like, middle ground and is Oscar Isaac going to hide in a box? If they don't have at least one scene where he's hiding in a box, then that movie's going to be a flop. Yeah. You got to you got to have you got to have a dumbass like moment where he's just hiding in a cardboard box and slowly moves it ahead. Mhm. That's got to be in there. Yeah. I guess we'll see how this one pans out. I'm I'm ex- I'm super duper excited. Also very nervous. Yeah, me too. Because this one has the potential to be, like, could be really good, but it also has the potential to just be this weird fucking shit show. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's pretty much our news for the week. Yeah, there's uh, wasn't a whole lot of news going on this week. Yeah, it's kind of a slow week all around. Yeah, it really was, eh? Yeah. Then uh I'm finally finished American Horror Story. All of it? All of it. All of it, baby. All like a hundred fucking hours of that show. Well hot damn. Yes. Let's get into it. Okay. So nineteen eighty four. Real fucking good. <laughs> well, hold on, slow your roll. The last time we talked you had just started Apocalypse. No. You were five or six episodes into Apocalypse. I thought I finished Apocalypse last nope. week. Nope, because I started asking you questions about certain things, and you're like, uh, I oh, don't think... that's right. Okay, so the things you asked me about Apocalypse happened in the following episode that I watched. Mm. Okay, that's right. Okay, so yeah, Apocalypse. Real fucking good. Really good. Because uh, they just straight up went down that... Uh, they just fully committed to, like, here's the witches. Um, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool because that's my favorite stuff. So, yeah. I get what you mean about the ending, too. Like, that was kind of a weird ending for Apocalypse. Yeah, I actually just watched a video last night where the guys basically go through the timeline, like, chronologically, like, not the American Horror Story, like, how it how it plays out season by season, but, like, this is going on at this point in time, and at the same time, this is happening, and then this happens, then this happens, 
and then over in this area this is happening while this is happening simultaneously so it kind of gave me a better feel for like what is all taking place at the exact same time oh okay just to get like a make more sense of it right because like i should look that up because like even like watching all of it like there definitely is times where i'm like okay is this taking place at the same time or not like it can because they jumped back and forth so much right yeah and some of it does excuse me take place at the same time and some of it like just kind of like so like um the night stalker or whatever right because he by all accounts at the end of 84 is like getting killed multiple times in that fucking camp yeah yeah but at the same time if you go back a little bit he was in one of the episodes of american horror story hotel yes and they talk about him having died in prison right so you're like well did he die in prison was this before was this after because he got resurrected right so there's like kind of like oddball questions like that but yeah this i'd have to find the video but i just watched it last night actually so it shouldn't be too hard but yeah it was like here's the whole timeline so that it all makes sense to you and it kind of goes through like which events get nulled out right because then towards the end of armageddon she kind of goes back in time and kills lucifer when he's like a teen i guess yeah so yeah but uh apocalypse is cool it's uh i'm real glad they went down like came back to the witches i was like that's cool because that's when i first started that season i think i talked about it i i didn't think they were going to because they didn't pitch it that way and then they just like flipped a switch and it was like here it is and i was like yeah fuck yeah yeah it was a good season yeah lots of real nice tie-ins yeah it was um so yeah, Apocalypse was good, and then, yeah, I burned through all of 1984, um, which, yeah, 1984, real good. I love that campy shit. Yeah, I was waiting to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, super good that that campy's 80 kind of horror uh, super worked out uh, for that. And I, I kind of hope they do that for, like, future seasons like because like every season changes like its theme but like it seems like 1984 like totally changed where they're like hey we're gonna kind of give it a little bit different tone know what i mean yeah i get what you're saying so it was definitely a, a unique and like a fresh take on things yeah um yeah 1984 was good although i was kind of sad kathy bates wasn't in that one yeah, that was a bit of a letdown. I think she is coming back for the next one, though. Okay, cool. If I uh, recall correctly. Yeah. Have they re- like have they said what the next one is going to be? <sighs> There's a lot of speculation because so far all we have is Ryan Murphy posting like pseudo trailers. Oh. And so like one of the trailers was like Amer. It just said like AHS. And it had like a smile with like a bunch of like really jagged teeth. It kind of looked like a shark tooth. Oh. And then they had like another screenshot that kind of looked like a palm tree or something. So oh. there's there's a lot of stuff swirling around as to what it's going to be. And the general theory as of right now. And again, this could change at any fucking moment's notice. The general guesstimate right now is that the new season is going to involve some kind of uh, island, maybe like a shipwreck. Oh, and sirens. 
Oh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm I'm down for whatever they do next. That's that's the current theory. I like it. Could have that was yeah. the last I heard. So yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, American Horror Story. That's a good show. Oh, it's it's so fucking so good. Yeah. Yeah, there is some seasons that are kind of like meh, but like overall, like they're still good. Mm-hmm. And uh, like just consistent quality, I've found. Like, which is hard for a show, especially, you know, nine seasons, right? Yeah. It's like, it seemed to be consistently, um, really well done. So, especially 1984. That was good. Yeah. The 1984 intro is a big thumbs up. Yeah. That was such a good one. Yeah. 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 This new season, like Sarah Paulson will be there. As yeah. per usual, Lily Rabe, Billy Lord, Leslie Grossman, Kathy Bates is coming back, and so yes. is Evan Peters. Okay. Well, of course, Evan Peters is in. And uh, Macaulay Culkin joins this new season. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Interesting. Yeah, so they've got a couple teaser teaser pictures. One of them is the ocean in the background, and it looks like a bunch of grass and like two hands. Kind of like up grabbing it, almost like they're pulling themselves up a cliff. Oh. And then the other teaser is, yeah, some kind of weird thing with teeth. And another kind of looks like a, oh, that's an alien from a previous season. So we don't know. He always, he never really like admits what it's going to be about until like a few weeks. Oh, bef- and then he. Bef- yeah. So like starts- with. With the uh, American Horror Story 1984, there was like a few stills of like a lake and a cabin. So like you kind of got a feel for like what it was going to be. Right. But uh, I don't think it was officially announced that it was like a week or two before it was supposed to air. They released um, not casting videos, but like uh, like a clothing thing. Where oh. it, was, it was just like a five minute video of all the people that were in that season and it showed them in like a summer cabin, like with bunk beds, like, uh, like that kind of cabin. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it showed them kind of like walking, like doing like a model runway, like in between the bunk beds in their like eighties clothes. So, like you got a shot of Emma Roberts and she was like doing like a walk and then a spin and she's dressed up in eighties fashion. And then it shows the next character and he's kind of like standing there and doing some poses and like his eighties gear. And right. that was kind of like the confirmation of like what this is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little while yet because I think by all accounts the new season's not coming till March. Oh, okay. Well, that's sooner than I thought. Because it typically it starts just before Halloween, but you know, uh, pan- pandemic and stuff yeah. kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, that show was good. I like uh, in 1984 too. Like they with the Night Stalker, like like that they kind of did a little bit of that witch stuff. Where like Satan brought him back, kind of. So it's like, yeah, they like to tie into a lot of stuff that 
like doesn't like completely answer your question but then you go like hmm is this tied to that Mm -hmm. right so it's and yeah it could be like so many things could be tied to so many other things yeah which i think is one of the show's strengths is they dabble that stuff and then it's like you don't need to answer that question and it kind of gives your audience like that kind of interactive kind of thing where it's like hmm well this is my theory you know and you can have like those cool discussions right and then if they want they can like and they have where they pulled on those little tidbits and like totally turned it into something where it's like oh oh they are using that right it's really smart Mm-hmm. yeah I can't wait for the next season. Yeah, me too. Just beyond fucking excited. Yes. Yeah. It. Uh, as much as I love American Horror Story, it also feels good to finish like a hundred and like ten hour show. Oh, I can imagine. Because it's just been like consistently binging it. You know, it's been it's it's great. You know, but like at the same time, I'm like, okay, I can like watch some of my other backlog. I've got like a few seasons of The Crown and like a bunch of other stuff that I want to watch. So. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what my what my definitive ranking of seasons would be. Um I don't know if I'd go through and rank all of them, but I would say personally my my favorite season thus far has been 1984. Yeah, I think I don't know that I would put 1984. Mm, I don't know if I would put that over the witch season. But it'd be real close. And that's that w- fair. Different that would, strokes for different folks. That would probably change depending on the day you asked me. So it could go either way. Yeah, I think so. Because I, re- I really like the the witch seasons. And they were I really re- good. really like 1984. So ask me tomorrow and I might give one answer and change it the next day. So. Fair but, enough. But yeah, that show is cool. And consistently good production value like like it's like the way they do like each season is like different tonally like it, it's not like they do a bad job with that if that makes any sense like it's mm-hmm. like you know even when you think of like you know when they do the witch stuff you know it's like okay here's like good production and like special effects for it right <clears throat> yeah you know in like 1984 like they really you know, nail the nineteen kind of eighties campy horror theme, right? Like, yeah, yeah, they definitely did an amazing job on it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's real cool, and I really like, you know, um, kind of mentioned how like some of the timeline stuff can get a little confusing, but I also think they do that really well, like how they play with time and seasons where it's like, okay, here's the stuff happening, you know, and in 1984, you know, and they jump ahead to like 2000, you know, where the dude is, the dude's son is going back to like try to find his dad, right? You know, jangles or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, I think they, they do that really well where they play with time. Yeah, they, they definitely, yeah, I, I would agree. Like it's just it's, all together. It's just such a well, well written and well put together show. I'm gonna. It's gonna be one of those shows that when they finally end it, I'm gonna be pretty, pretty sad. Well, I was reading. Um, I was just reading like how many more seasons they plan to do, and apparently, like they're planning like twelve or thirteen. 
Yeah, that was the last I heard, but in this day and age, you never know. No. But I would imagine, like, Ryan Murphy's got enough pull at FX that I bet he gets that. Hopefully. I mean, it's all going to depend on the, uh, the viewership, right? Yeah, that is true. But yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, that's American Horror Story. Yeah, I'm glad you finally made it through. I was, yeah. uh, took a bit of time, but... That's a lot. There was a lot of... Yeah, yeah there's a lot of fucking episodes. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, I didn't really watch too much other than The Mandalorian, which I've been watching every Friday. Which was still really good. They were, uh... They're pulling in from some of that universe in ways that I didn't think they would. And it's yeah. real cool. Yeah. They were, like, introducing characters from other stuff that is like, okay, what are you going to do with that? Because that's really cool. Um, yeah. That show has got my Star Wars excitement, like, pretty high again. Where I'm like, it's Friday. There's a new Mandalorian episode. I'm super excited to watch it. Yeah, and unfortunately, I uh, I had a pretty stupid busy week, so I didn't really watch anything. Yeah, that's but, fair. But, like, I haven't watched anything new to talk about, but, you know, while working on some of this project stuff, it's nice to have background noise on. Mm-hmm. So we've been kind of, like, as a group, going between community and the office. Yep. And it's just like, it's, I just wanted to show my appreciation for, like, how amazing the office is yeah yeah like it's great. I, it's I, don't, great. I don't know how many times i've gone through that entire series at this point yeah but it's just so fucking good and yep. it's wild because when it was actually on tv never watched it no nope, me neither it wasn't until after the fact and i like i'm sure this is going to be an unpopular opinion but i think it is far superior to friends oh for sure in in every way shape and form i like i get i get that there's like that allure and like there's you know those diehards and i actually know quite a few people that are like love friends and like that's their go-to if they just want to watch something and they know it and it's like i got lots like community parks and rec Mm -hmm. the office and brooklyn 99 and how i met your mother are like my five go-to background shows because I've seen them all and like I don't need to pay attention. I can just look over and at any point I know what's happening. Yeah. But I I mean, obviously The Office has gained quite a bit of popularity since going off the air and I'm genuinely a little bummed to see it disappear off Netflix come January 1st, but... Yeah, fair enough. There's a surprising amount of people, especially people in my group that as it's been sitting here playing, they're like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, I can't believe I never watched this before, and it's like, yeah, yeah. it just blows my mind that like there are still people out there now that have never watched The Office. Yeah, it seems crazy because it it's so good. It really, really is. It's uh, if you want um, some good laughs, you should YouTube um, some of the behind the scenes of like John Krasinski consistently breaking character because he can't hold it together. Oh yeah, I've I've watched a bunch of those. Yeah, it seems like he was like kind of the main person that could just like never hold it together. And watching some of those behind the scenes, it's kind of like fucking hilarious to see. I I even went as far as I uh, subscribed to the uh, the Office Ladies podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. 
which is even more interesting because like haven't seen all these episodes like i don't know if you've listened to any of their podcasts no so it's uh the girl who plays angela and the right. girl who plays pam okay because they're actually best friends in real life okay yeah so they do a podcast and i think they put a new episode out once a week but what they're doing with their post podcast is they're going back and re-watching every single episode of the office so every oh. week the new podcast is strictly about one episode and they're going in order so the first oh. podcast episode is episode one of the office and they talk about interesting things that happen you know on and off camera things that you may not have noticed some like interesting facts about like that episode and things you may not have picked up on and then mm -hmm. throughout their like podcast they bring on other people like they had rain wilson on and they had creed bratton on so they get like other people to like talk about their experiences from that particular episode like every podcast episode is about one episode of the office and they're going through one by one by one. That's cool. Yeah, there's just lots of like interesting stuff. Like I like the first the first season of The Office is only like six episodes. Yeah, it's super small. Yeah, and the like the what I learned is like the way that they filmed them was not the way that like they aired on television. Like oh, okay. I think the very first episode was the pilot, but yeah. then like the second episode that aired on television was actually like the last episode they filmed or something to that effect. Okay. And like just like another like random fact that they talked about that I learned was in that first season, Todd Packard calls in. Oh yeah. And calls in to say something to uh Michael, but that was actually before they hired what's his name to play Todd Packard. Oh. So it was actually Creed Batten Bratton was oh, the one who actually called in playing the voice of Todd Packard. And right. just because he was a friend of someone on the show and then they were like, Oh, do you want to come in and just do some background stuff? And yeah. so he came in and did some background stuff and then ended up becoming like a full blown fucking character on the show. Yeah. I love Creed in that show. He's yeah. one of my favorites. I, I think my favorite one is, um, when you're doing the Halloween party and he walks in to do the interview and he's just like covered in blood and the camera guy is like, that's a great costume, Creed. He's like, what do you mean? Oh, your Halloween costume. And then he just like looks over. He's like, that is amazing timing. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he gets no other context. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty fucking phenomenal. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the office has always been good. Yeah. Talking about like the background shows too. So recently... Like my kind of background or like go to twenty minute show has been uh rewatching King of the Hill. As also a great show. Yeah, it's super like super good. Um I f I forgot how good King of the Hill was. So that's a Yeah. It's a it's another one of those shows where it's like I used to watch like King of the Hill like the new episodes every Sunday. Yeah. And I looked forward to King of the Hill more than I did like The Simpsons or Family Guy. Yeah. So it was Pretty pretty disappointing when it got taken off the air. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Because it's just been it's so good. It's they nail the kind of like average everyday humor so good, like that kind of rural like I guess Texas humor, right? Yeah. Like they just <laughs> nail it on the head every time. Well, and you know Hank Hill isn't uh, like that's not a new character, eh? Oh, uh, really? 
Yeah, that so like Mike Judge is also the one who's responsible for Beavis and Butthead. And oh. Beavis and Butthead in that television series had a neighbor named Hank, and that was who is became King of the Hill. Oh shit. I don't know if it's a I can't recall if it's like a directly pulled thing. Like obviously Beavis and Butthead don't exist in the King of the Hill universe, but there was enough like <laughs> talk about the neighbor to Beavis and Butthead who's this like straight laced Texan talked like that, looked like Hank, like the character is the same. They just like gave him his own show essentially. Oh shit. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Just little interesting bits of information. Yeah. Well, that's that's about all I've watched. I just kind of like you, busy week, and I was like, "All right, I, I'll finish off American Horror Story." So that was yeah. kind of it. I have a feeling next week might be similar. I'm going into my final week of projects, so this is going to be week's going to be even busier than the last. Yeah, that's fine. That is how it is sometimes. Hopefully the entertainment news actually keeps coming up because it seems like it's dwindling down as the year comes to a close. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to diving into some of my, my backlog here because I want to check out that the new seasons of The Crown. And I also want to check out that Wayne show yeah. that we were talking about. Fuck, that was so good. I can't wait for the second season. Yeah. And then I think there is there's a few other ones that I've been wanting to gotta go to so so it's nice i can start working through some other stuff and wayne won't take you long no they're short form episodes and there's only 10 of them yeah yeah i'm excited to check that out and i'm really excited to get back into the crown so get ready for some some british tv talk so oh boy can't wait yeah i'll let you know ahead of time and then like you can just go grab a coffee and come back in 15 (laughs) and then i should be done so. Sounds sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. I think well, that's it for the week. All right. Well, then I'll catch you next week. Later. <laughs>